0: You're listening to the Mopcast Network.
1: Welcome to the weekly Mopcast episode 33 The Age of Jesus. It is the age of Jesus. It is the age of Jesus. 33 is what Christ started. <laughs> Welcome to the religious podcast. <laughs> no, no, you guys <laughs>
2: Welcome to Faith Thirty Three. <laughs> this week on Mopcast we're talking about the religiousness of
1: Jesus. And I guess I mean, I guess that would fit under what the banner of the Mopcast Network does. I mean the the banner of the Mopcast Network is celebrating fandom. I mean, I guess you could be a fan he's of... Pretty, he's pretty big fan. He's got a pretty big fan. Base. <laughs> he's got a pretty big fan. Base. I mean, so, you know, I, think I, mean well, I wouldn't turn down the show. I mean, the numbers alone, I wouldn't turn down the show. I'm pretty sure wars have been...
2: Actual wars have been fought over that
1: fandom. Right, it's a. it's not like Picard Kirk. <laughs> it's, a, it's a much
2: more severe argument.
1: Right, I mean, I just so... Um. Once again, hi. Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, episode 33. I'm your... I'm thinking about changing my name.
2: Well, because now that you said Native American spirit guy, it just looks bad when I'm like, hey, I'm the white dude.
1: (laughs) Well, see, that's (laughs) when Aaron Aaron Lynch Kelly, our our normal co-host, when he he co-hosts, that's why he's always like, I'm this, he tries to find an occupation or something. Well, I got thinking about being, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be the internet, you know, the Native American spirit guide of something. I'm not sure it's about the internet, though. Yeah. Because when I got thinking about it, what I understand about the internet is basically Al Gore made it, it's made of tubes, and it's magic.
2: It's magic. <laughs> like, I don't, like, Absolutely.
1: I don't know anything, like like, technical about it. Like, I am not the tech support. I'm not that kind of Indian, is what I'm really trying to say. <laughs>
2: It's not. It's
1: not my pride. So I think, and I think, I think I'm going to start calling myself the Native American pop culture spirit guide. That's
2: more specific. Yeah. It's very more specific, and it's, yeah, it fits it me so. It eliminates a lot. So of I think
1: power. I've, I've evolved like a Pokemon. Pop culture reference? Or did you Digivolve? Oh, don't, don't, no, no, sorry, <laughs> no, that's not a thing. I, 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 that was just a dark time <laughs> that, in the '90s. We don't talk about. That was the thing when Pokemon did drugs. It was like i <laughs> learned learning from you, Dad! It was their version of the Matrix. And right, and like, no, no, stop. Anyway, so I think that's what I'm going with. So um, well, let me get to that part. Hi, I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty. And I am joined by the talented, terrific...
2: JD of How It Stacks. Right,
1: that's sweet. The newest show on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, we are work. a new show. And you're doing quite well. Yeah,
2: thanks, man. We're, we're, we're happy to
1: have you. We're glad to
2: be on. I just, It's funny because I'm like like syndicated
0: oh my gosh
1: <laughs> and i'm not even syndicated yeah i'm only on my own network yeah and i'm
0: like this feels like i don't have a rolls royce or anything
1: in fact no one likes me i had to put my i had to build something i was like well fine i'll do it myself <laughs>
2: if i have no friends i'll make my own
1: right <laughs> and you know, and mean... cardboard and paper <laughs> <laughs> paper plates <laughs> yeah I vacuum would, whatever you know yeah. it's a lonely childhood just saying
2: i had that too
1: we should have been friends. Well, we, we would have been good friends. We would have I, would I, have been.
2: I truly believe we would have been good long term game friends. Like we would have, you, yeah. yeah, we would have. It would have yeah. been awesome. Great times.
1: The professor is not with us because the professor is uh, gigging gigging tonight. He's yeah, makes, down money. down the beachway, right? Is he's is at Gulf Shores, I think. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's been a while. We used to do like a bunch of bird nights on Saturday night. We all get together and geek out.
1: Yeah, but life of a musician, you know. Yeah, you life of a musician. Got to make that dollar dollar bill, dollar bill, y'all. And the bulldog, I guess, is with his family.
2: They're in Birmingham.
1: Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. Land of Vulcan, not Spock.
2: Vulcan-like, like the metal people?
1: Yeah. um, There, there used to be, and I think they put it back up, and so Google it, I'm not entirely sure. But Birmingham used to, you know, is a steel... Uh, area. Area. They, area. They, area. They, they, steel the, region. You know, they, they did a lot of steel production, ironworks back in... Not the Shaquille O'Neal steel. Right, not the... Oh, God, no. But, like that
2: throwback on.
1: Huh? Or not even like the the, the the four Superman steel that that's based off of. Like, yeah. any. Anyway, I'll come back to that. Let's <laughs> talk um, about soups later. And so, um, there was a big statue of Vulcan, the Roman god. Yeah. Of uh, fire. Yeah, of fire, I sure. believe. Not Spock. <laughs> not Spock. <laughs> and uh, they had taken it down, but I think they've put it, since put it back up. I don't know they took it down to repair it or clean it or something, but it was down for a very long time. And, and so, you know, Alabama has a few interesting statues. They have, you know, they have Vulcan in Birmingham, and they have um, the bull weevil, and, um, the goddess holding the bull weevil in um, Dothan. Really? Yeah. There's a because uh, 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 bull weevil. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Look it up. Cause I can't remember which goddess is holding holding it up. But um, there was a bull weevil epidemic that wiped out all the cotton crop uh, crops in the early 1900s I want to say and after they got rid of it they put us a, a statue of this Roman goddess or Greek goddess holding a bull weevil holy shit you're right yes <laughs> it's
2: an actual statue
1: it's in well, Um. yep sure is holding the bull weevil what the fuck is,
2: excuse me <laughs> what the pardon me <laughs> it's holding <laughs> that's great man <laughs>
1: Things you didn't know about your adopted state. Yeah, well,
2: have you guys seen the statue of the dude just like punching babies and throwing them like it's overseas somewhere? No, dude, look at it, like, like statue. It's it's terrible. Like it.
1: it... Oh, let's see. Let's just don't see what the goddess is though. Yeah, there it is. Um, keep talking about the punching baby guy. All right, so there's
2: like, there, like I'm on the chive a lot, you know, because it's just great and fun, and um. But there's they had this one where it's like random statues from around the world, and it's like this dude who's like like slam dancing, but like throwing babies while he's doing it, and it's like the funniest. <laughs> is it like
1: ode to punk rock? <laughs> kind of, you
2: know. But he's like throwing babies. I'm like, it's a pretty extreme statue. How do you go from you know, like sitting in an art class, like I wonder what I could build to describe my feelings on the earth? A bunch of babies at him. It blows me away. I'm just
1: trying to figure out what the who who's holding it. It's um. Uh, I don't know who's it. The the bull wheel for its profound influence of the area's agricultural economy, hailing the beetle as a herald of prosperity. It stands as the first, the world's first monument built to honor an agricultural pest. Oh, shit.
2: That's great. And it just
1: says a statue of a woman. It's not a goddess, so it's just a woman. Her name's Clancy. Oh, Clancy. Clancy is not really a pretty woman's name. I didn't say she was
2: pretty. I think like, the picture...
1: It, it's built in Italy for approximately $1,800. Oh, damn. Okay. $1,800 buys you a statue in 1919. This
2: this episode is sponsored by Gnarly Head Pinot Noir. <laughs> uh, unofficially.
1: Unofficially. Uh, unofficially. unofficially. Um, uh, officially, this episode is sponsored by BeccaDoodles.com. You can listen to the ad now.
0: BeccaDoodles.com The Art of Cute. Beck Seasholes is a cartoonist, illustrator, author, and crafter who has a variety of adorkable art. Becca's drawn sketch cards for Lucasfilm, DC Comics, Mars Attacks, and now she has art for you. From her shop, you can find precious versions of your favorite characters from science fiction, fantasy, and superheroes, as well as her very own cast of charming critters. Get prints, stickers, wrapping paper, stationery, and more. Beccadoodles.com. the art of cute.
1: Uh, becca is um uh, has, has been doing the con- uh, convention circuit she hasn't done as many this year but she was in been in nashville and so but she got she has great stickers in fact if you it's not loot crate, It's one of the hero maybe hero crate or hero bot whatever it is uh, you can get uh, her punisher sticker in this month and there it is there's a naked dude punching babies punching kicking babies W- why? <laughs> I
2: don't know why, dude. I just found that statue one day and thought it was the funniest shit I'd seen, man. It's just it just it's like rule 34 of the internet. It's it's out there somewhere. Somebody's found it. It's out there,
1: dude. It's in Norway. Yep,
2: they see. That's crazy fuckers.
1: Um Western Virginia also has a strange statue. Uh, they have a statue of the Mothman. Mm-hmm. And uh in uh, Point Pleasant, I have been. It's interesting. Uh it's just,
2: I can't. I stare at your shirt, and I just keep getting so jealous.
1: Oh, I'm wearing a loot crate shirt. It is. Uh, it, it, is it is the,
2: the Japanese schematics for Voltron.
1: Are you a big Voltron fan?
2: I dude, you've now listened. You've listened to how it stacks.
1: Well, not everyone has. That's why we have you on the network. Oh, Okay. <laughs> all
2: right. So uh, episode one of Voltron, or episode zero zero, was our pilot episode, and it was all about Voltron because Voltron was like the show for me growing up as a kid. I saw it. And Its original release in 84, of course, it was like about a year old, but I caught it in syndication shortly after that.
1: <laughs> You're sitting there in your little bouncy chair, like, Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Your first word was lion, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> or, or, spin, Sven. Sven, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then you know, I caught it again in the late 80s. And Hold didn't... on, let's see if I can name them. Okay, there's there's actually six because, uh, there's a swap out, so if you can name
1: because I swapped out Sven, yeah, okay. for the uh, Allura, yep. And uh, so, uh, Pidge. Yep. Um, Hunk. Yep. Keith. Yep. Uh, I'm missing. It's, it, I'm it missing Vance. Lance. Yep. Set six. That's six. Ooh! well done. I'm nice. I mean, the pop <laughs> culture <laughs> spirit <laughs> guy. Pop culture spirit guy.
2: And then, then I got it again in the '90s. Um, but uh, it was just huge for me, and, and I, I also like it. And, and Transformers were both were. Were these things that I loved growing up as kids, right? Um, and I remember Voltron specifically as a child, and then uh, so as as a fan of Voltron, um, when it was it was it was when Hal Stack's first came into motion, or all the wheels started to get that thing rolling, uh, we all sat down and we discussed the name and all that stuff, and the episode uh, was Voltron because it was one of the more severe cases of you know um, nostalgia or you know. Uh, have an effect but the nostalgia effect where you remember it so finally as a kid and then you go back and watch as an adult it was just completely different right and what it suffered from was uh i always call it like americanization of that because in japan if you've ever watched it was originally called go lion and it was and go lion is very much like the quintessential Anime of the time, like ripping people's hearts out, people getting burned alive. Like Sven in the American version was knocked out and and, and taken out, and he went to a hospital, and then he got better, and then he, he shows back up later in the se- like later in like season three or something like that. I thought
1: he was uh, captured by the evil prince Lothar. No, because no, uh, I thought that's when they snowed up because he shows up on the evil planet. And he's yes, like, because he's here, here, here's the story. No, you, you, yeah, ahead. yeah,
2: yeah. So in, uh, He does get hurt and they send him off to another planet he does quote unquote um, hurt he does those air quotes yeah he gets hurt quote unquote and then yeah. goes off to this other planet in which upon he gets captured by Lothar and then he's on their slave world and they show up and they were saved the baby remember Lothar right? well, I know SATs? <laughs> S- a- no Lothar? yes I was yeah a Yeah, was yeah. Uh, So, but in the actual version of the show from Go Lion um, he's killed like he dies in the episode where Allura replaces him as the Blue Lion pilot and, um, but well, she wears pink yeah but she wears pink which doesn't make sense to me because she's a female I guess that's what they need to do but like, in
1: you gotta identify the girl
2: exactly like the boobs didn't do it, but later in the series, and when he shows back up on the whole on the slave world or whatever, that's actually his twin brother. Like they're they're two different characters. Oh. and um, they're that. So they were like Sam. Like no, not Sin. You know, no, he's, but, he's he's dead. Uh, I'm, I'm Bob. <laughs> but but they've did like it got so cut and chopped up um in America, it was it was like kind of disheartening to watch as an adult, you know, because I had such an old pedestal. But yeah, Voltron's my oh. So but and so
1: did it stack for you? It
2: didn't. It, it, it didn't stack to the memories I had of it as a kid, which is what the core of how it stacks is. Right, right. Now you can still enjoy it as an adult, but if it's not as fond as it was as a child, it doesn't stack because it's, it is. Does it stack up to the test of time? Does, does it, do you, it? Is it what it was then as it is? Is it as good now as it was then?
1: Right. I hit Netflix about I don't know, four or five years ago, mm-hmm. and that's when I revisited. The first, the first five episodes. Yeah, so were they looking for the lion? That was it.
2: Was a great little little like trilogy, uh, not trilogy, but like movie. You know, okay. Yeah,
1: because that's you know like that's how they did it for all cartoons. All you know, your first. Your, right, f- yeah, where the where yeah, the
2: Transformers come in yeah, or
1: Joe, That's how the the, the um, Mass Device is the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run. There we go. And uh, but um, I. I didn't think it. I agree with you that it doesn't. It doesn't stack. I like. It's hard for me to watch. Watch and another one of those for those for me is a show called Jason the Wheel Warriors. I loved Jason the Wheel Warriors. Loved it. Um, all up. right, so Jason the Wheel Warriors is a space show because you know Voltron was popular and um, uh, it's about this guy and his crew.
2: Jace in yeah, the Wheel Warriors. Yeah, Jason the Wheel Warriors. JY. CE in the and uh, the
1: it like, it's. I guess it's, it's kind of like Jason the Argonauts but they're just like Jason the Wild Wars Warriors because <laughs> it's the 80s and we're cool <laughs> Jason's a cool <laughs> 80s name and so <laughs> it's him another guy and they have these they have these mech cars they drive around yeah I just, mean that was big back then too and then the bad guys are evil plants that can transform into mech cars and the boss's buzz uh, boss saw who's got a holy
2: shit! I had I had one of these. Yeah,
1: they, I mean, I, I, had, I, had,
2: I had the white one right there. I had the,
1: I'd say I never had the good guys; I always had the bad guy stuff. Is that is that a good guy or bad guy? That's a good guy. The bad guys are all the plant stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was a big fan of Jason the War Wars. Uh, so I liked it so much. I was like, Hur! you know, I saw it on on Amazon on DVD for like ten bucks or whatever. For like the whole first part of season one, and it was like, which is like twenty five episodes or yeah. whatever. First half of the show, and I was like, I'll buy that, and I got through three episodes and went ah, I wasted ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I got through ten that part of it that's that just like three episodes oh, it had a re-release on Fox Kids
2: I do that's, that's that's that sh- that's that vehicle
1: yeah but it wasn't I mean, Fox Kids oh you know, no it, it, it didn't re-release it just probably aired on Fox Kids Maybe. Or on syndication for that Fox Network probably yeah or for that Fox station. Um see uh, on the flip side of the something that does hold up for me is um do you remember Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future?
2: I remember Captain Power, yes, because I, I had one of the toys. Right? Yeah. I don't remember it in, enough to, to have an opinion on. Them.
1: I have the box set. I have the DVD box set.
2: We would yeah, we should have brought that tonight. We would have watched the shit out of <laughs> oh, Captain <okay>. Power.
1: <laughs> I'll bring it next time. Alright. Uh, well it, we can buy next Saturday. because yeah, it's here in Alabama and uh, it holds up in a way that the effects were very good, but they were cutting edge back then. It was the first sh- TV show to use computer animation, and it's, so it's really bad computer animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's when a I'm like, CGI. Yeah, but when I'm like 10, I'm like, it's amazing. It's the best shit of ever seen. Yeah, I'm loving it. And so and what was cool about Captain Power and the, and the Soldiers of the Future was that the toys were interacting with the show, and so they had a, a, a light laser uh, effect on the toys where you could shoot the show, and the show would shoot back. And and you know would, that's great. It would blow up like it would work for the ships, and so you're you know if you got hit enough times, your guy would eject.
2: Wow, yeah, that's, that's a, really that's cool. A, yeah,
1: so yeah, that's the thing. Um, I don't know if the DVDs work with the toys. I have the Captain Power... I have the ship, but I haven't tried it with the DVDs yet. Dude,
2: I I, uh, I remember having the toy. The little guy, he was like a gold and blue. Yeah, Captain, yeah. Yeah,
1: Captain Bowery. Captain I am. Because it's, it's basically a Terminator ripoff. Yeah. And it's like the Metal Wars, and robots have taken over, and they digitize human beings and them, and so they basically disintegrate you and store you in like computer memory oh
2: dang it's like it's like a souped up matrix
1: right and so that's that's their whole bag and, and, and so Captain Power has these power suits for him and his team that can can withstand the you know the, the bad guys attacks and whatever so but there's a um, what's really neat uh, is it live action yeah it's live action yeah and it was written by uh, J. Michael Stravinsky, who did Babylon Five and a uh, bunch of other stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so, but, and it's really funny because, like, in the fourth or fifth episode, the guy who's basically the tank, and you know that because his name is Major Tank Ellis, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he talks about living on Babylon Five, and uh, but it's a uh, it's an underground base instead of a space station. Oh it's, wow! So it's proof that writers writer, yeah, yeah, always use things over again. So it's a really cool kind of a I, uh, callback before the callback one
2: for me that I went back recently and watched was G.I. Joe. I,
1: love G.I.
2: I was actually thoroughly impressed with how, how how well G.I. Joe has has aged have over the years. Have you done
1: G.I. Joe as a stacks yet?
2: No, we haven't.
1: We should do that before we leave. Okay.
2: I leave, I uh, I'll see if I'm sure we'll have no problem throwing in a G.I. Joe episode, man. It, it's I, uh I just liked G.I. Joe mm-hmm. I just just liked it's fun
1: well we did a uh, bros booze movie on G.I. Joe the movie the end yes of we, we did we did a bros and, and so on yeah, me and you the,
2: brought it up on the episode you guys made me cry
1: <laughs> yes uh, the Transformers yeah.
2: <laughs> believe it or not
1: I see I, I, I think I think for me, I'm a, better, I'm a bigger G.I. Joe fan than I am Transformers. Oh, that's fine. I had, I had more G.I. Joe guys. Because I had Star Wars action figures, and the G.I. Joe action figures... we about the same size. About say, that well, was a big, the, huge thing for yeah, me. Yeah, they're you know, quarter inch and so they interacted. The Transformers were like these giant, clunky guys that were neat. To, they were terrible toys. Right. They're metal, and they... You never, like, they
2: didn't articulate. Right. So they couldn't move, you know?
1: Right. And so, I mean, I think the only one I really played with a lot was I had an, an Optimus Pride... But I usually just kept him as a truck, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the trailer was like my GI Joe base. Yep. So I would sit guys in the truck and be like, "All right, Cobra's here," because <laughs> I always played Cobra. I just really I love Cobra guys I had uh, more really so, Cobra guys anything.
2: I tell you what's funny is is uh we're getting we're coming up on the time I think the stack of Empire Strikes Back for uh we're doing I told you we know about the Star Wars and we talked about it yeah. you know um anyway we we uh, we're coming up on it and it's actually my least favorite of the series. Why? the bad guys win I don't like bad guys you know and that was that was big for me as a kid I was like I just don't like the bad guys
1: how do the bad guys win
2: uh, they cut off Luke's hand they beat the hell out of Luke they, they take uh, Solo away and like the the good guys are just like okay now what do we do we gotta go after him alright here's
1: here's here's my th- say. this is why I don't think the bad guys if they won they won early in the film or they didn't win at all Mm-hmm. What were the bad guys' objectives?
2: I guess uh, to get Luke. They do not. They, okay. I, Vader, yep. Vader does not. Okay, and then to destroy the Rebel base on Hoth.
1: And they do that, Yeah. but they don't stop their Rebel alliance because everyone pretty much gets out. Yeah. And so they fail. They, 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 they locate a base, and they uncover a base, and they stop that base, but they don't capture anyone of any significance and so I mean, as far as we can tell in just watching the film that's a good way of looking at it and though. so you know if you look at yes as a darker film bad things happen because it's your middle chapter bad things happen in that but if you I mean I, I don't see in any of those movies where the bad guys win the, I see that I, 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 you know if you, okay. if you look at, way if at if it. you look at how do, do the bad guys catch up in Empire oh yeah they catch up because they they capture and freeze Han which are not part of the plan. There, it's just like a bonus. It's like we want Luke. Han's never really done anything to us. He shot Vader, and Vader doesn't Farquino We doesn't know that, and so he's like, "Well, we'll just freeze Captain Solo because we want to see if this works on Han- Luke." And that's it, because it's it's so it's so yeah. thrown away. He's like, "You can Boba Fett take this guy to the Java. Whatever the hell, get him out of here." Yeah, right, exactly, and. And, hell, Vader can't even make up his mind what he wants to do with Leia and the, the He's Like, oh, they must never again leave this city and, they're like, bring him to my ship. And Lando's like, wait a minute! <laughs> Dude, you've been telling me all this time! And I think Lando's, like, really just wants some clarification. <laughs> just, you know, what we talked about is what I want. And, and Alright, so, you, you brought up
2: Lando, and, and I, first of all, I agree with both the points you made. Like, I did, I've never thought about Empire like that. Like, the big guys didn't win because they didn't accomplish anything they wanted to accomplish.
1: Right, in fact, they failed pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Luke, it. and... Does not happen,
2: right? So uh, Lando, there's a great theory out there that Lando is actually like the hero of that movie, and he was just like he played his he played his circumstances to the t, to where nobody dies and everybody lives. You know, everybody's like he's a traitor, he's this, he's that, but no, he, he actually played his cards right. His he had to save his city, his city was saved, and not one of Luke, Lon, or any of those guys died because of because of Lando.
1: Okay, so. Here's where I disagree with you on that. All right, I don't think he saves the city. In fact, he abandons the city. He tells everyone to abandon it too, but they abandon the city. Okay. There's no, there's no saving that city. Um, well, I mean, at that and,
2: point, and, I think it was just a, it was a matter of time before the Imperials came in there, and took it over.
1: But like I so said, that's speculation. And yeah. So they're also not a Rim planet, and the the Empire doesn't really give a shit. Right, and so they're only there because they figured out that's where Han, you know, Fett figures out where that's where Han's going to go and so the executor can move much faster than the Falcon in its condition and so the fire gets, spray yeah you know, well no the executor is the superstar star. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. so it, it you know the you know Fett gets enslaved one the fire spray and says hey <laughs> this is where they're going and Vader's like alright cool I'll meet you there and they get there before Han does apparently way before Han does because they have time to negotiate a plan hide the executor and I've always had the theory that they've hid, hid the executor behind the the, um, the planet. The best friend itself is a huge gas giant, yeah. So you could easily hide it behind. Yeah, that's what. Some people are like, "Well, what do they put in another sector?" I'm like, "That's just pointless. You just put it behind, park it behind. Yeah. The Falcon will never see it." <laughs> Yeah, and it's not thinking to look for it. so why is it like what sensors I'm like whatever <laughs> yeah why would it I
2: mean like it's not like sensors are drawn when you think something's there or right. when you're looking right. for something
1: especially when Han is thinking that he's got the upper hand Will yeah float away yeah
2: he, he's like floating he's not expecting away. the executor because okay. he's got
1: he's, it's, it's the Avenger and um it's not the Dominator, maybe the Conquest, or the two that he's attached to the Avenger.
2: I love the fact that you know those. <laughs> it makes it make I get a little bit of it's nerd. Piet's
1: shirt. Shirt. It's, it's Piet's shirt, It's Piet's ship because yeah. that's the one he attaches himself to. Not Piet, but um, Nita, Captain Nita. Oh, that's so great! God, I love Star Wars conversations. <laughs> I just love
2: nerd conversations in you know? general. Oh, we
1: can talk about Star Wars. That's, that's fine with me. I, I mean, just, you know, this could be an all Star Wars episode. I, we could definitely. <laughs> we
2: we we've talked. We did mention we were talking about Superman, or, or very very early on. Um, I really don't. have... The only thing with Superman is I I, I watched Death Battle it was from ScrewAttack.com. Mm-hmm. You ever watched those? Yes. And they had Goku versus Superman one, which was a great fight. Superman wins, of course. Uh, then they had Death. Uh, they had Superman versus Goku two, and and like and their argument was is that, and for the nerds out there is Goku's power has has a. a levels or things that he has to overcome right kind of like a cap like right. oh, this is a mark I can beat this mark and then I have to beat that mark right, and, right? so he's got it's, it's, I'm level 9 million right yeah, right. but with Superman he has no caps like, right. he has no limits to how strong he can ever be and they actually like what's great about their show is they use the science to justify the answer and so basically Superman is the strongest like hero in existence
1: but he's defeated by a rock
2: well that's it like he's that's his like that's kryptonite
1: and 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 magic.
2: Now after the rewrites.
1: Oh, he's been magic. He's always been a. a Not
2: always. It was when Jim Lee took him over in the nineties. Well, no, it?
1: no, no, way earlier now. He's been, really? Yeah, magic's always been his foil.
2: Huh. Mhm. Well. Because Goku it, it, doesn't have magic and. Talking,
1: we talked about this on an earlier podcast. I actually asked Aaron Aaron Lynch Kelly this. Uh, this was probably back in, so guys probably in February, or March. But there was a meme going around f- uh, Facebook on my Facebook page saying that you know you had three people. There's a there's a, a crazy enraged Superman. You have three heroes. Who's your team to stop the crazy enraged Superman? Are you asking? I'm asking you. Oh, who would I
2: pick? Yeah. Uh, Sentry.
1: Um, crossing universes. So that's fair. That's fair.
2: That's fair, right? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I oh, yeah. yeah. Superman. Then I got a power of a million exploding suns. Mm-hmm. You know, or ten million or however strong he is. Uh, Sentry. Um, I would do. those are
1: crazy though. He's Sentry. So. What? Un- unpredictable, so he's like the void, like ah. <laughs> well, the void and the
2: sentry, they make a great team. <laughs> like his, I like the sentry. He just, I think he gets a bad rap. Uh,
1: he's badly written. <laughs> he, he's a great character. I, I blame Bendis for writing him so badly.
2: He's yeah, it's frustrating. He's got like so much potential. He's basically their Superman, but he's got like obviously all Marvel. Oh,
1: characters. Oh, uh, Hyperion is is their is their new one now. Well, no, he's not their new one, but he's been there because Squadron Sur- Supreme when they did that. Like not when I Hyperion like he wasn't Marvel at first. Well, he was New yep. Universe. He was he was. A... Squadron Supreme was like. Um kind of on the out well, alright so if, I, if I'm if remembering my universes correctly like, and if I'm not sorry fans this is what I remember and think alright so Marvel did Secret Wars 2 that was back when uh, 1985
2: it was 1985 was the second one
1: yeah because so, yeah, um, 1 was 84 okay it may, it, it may have been 86 anyway too many, it was a, the the following year, two, two years later, it's the Sea Wars 2 and so at the end of when they defeat the Beyonder, the Beyonder kind of goes, well, fine, I'm leaving, and becomes, he explodes into this new universe. He becomes a universe, and so there was a bunch of comics that Marvel put out, Marvel's New Universe. and I, yeah, so, so 87. So, yeah. Sea Wars 2 was 86 and then the universe came out 87. Squadron Supreme was part of that.
2: In and, and Hyperion's first appearance yeah, back Yeah, it
1: yeah, was, was that. Okay.
2: So, All right. Why? Well, because I, I actually cause I, I could have sworn it was a while ago when I started collecting I actually have a Hyperion issue.
1: So, if I've got three people... And I, oh, I'm not done. So, oh, I, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take
2: Sentry. Sentry? Okay. Okay. I want Lex Luthor.
1: All right. Well, well,
2: uh, oh, a little hesitancy. Uh, and then, you know... Um, Sentry, Lex and uh, I, mean, I guess like I hate to say Batman, but I mean if we're taking out Superman, we need the distraction, the century, and then some brains.
1: So Luthor Wayne get together and defeat. Okay, gotcha.
2: Okay, who did you pick yeah. and and why are mine and I why are no, mine? No, mine causes no, no. eye rolling, so I would like to hear. The
1: Lex Luthor is kind of a stretch. I mean Lex, like Lex is. Pretty much useless.
2: Lex has a power suit super- made with kryptonite, infused with if kryptonite, he, if he to did, beat Superman.
1: If, but never beat Superman with it.
2: He's won a couple fights. He's got crypto- access to kryptonite.
1: Yeah, so does Batman. Batman has the ring.
2: Yeah, so they both have both. So so basically, I've taken a arguably comparable strength character mm-hmm. with Sentry and put him against Superman, so he he can go toe to toe with him at least enough to keep him distracted. While Lex and and Wayne both with kryptonite. Formulate a plan to defeat him. Okay. I mean, I could have said Doomsday, but I mean that'd just been a, like a all-out fight, and then Doomsday would lose.
1: The the and the Sentry can take Superman to space and fight in space, so there's less you know, damage to mm-hmm. everybody. And Doomsday would have to fight on the. Yeah. And this is the nerdiest conversation we've had. Well, no, no Doomsday.
2: I mean, there's a weird thing, and actually, an in injustice, which you watch me playing in Doomsday's ending. He assimilates uh, Superman's power to fly. Which is weird. I've never heard of him like... I think it's more of like just a he has this new ability.
1: If I remember my Doomsday correctly, and I may be wrong on this, but from what I understand, Doomsday's immortal. And the reason why Doomsday's immortal is because he keeps... Re- when you kill Doomsday, he regenerates, and he, 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 re- he becomes immune to the last thing that killed him what I remember
2: so here's and I think you're on this I think you're right but I do remember his creation is actually quite tragic he he was born like of course it is because he's a horrible yeah his 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 creation starts from a scientist on, on prehistoric Krypton and they created this creature and it just and his whole purpose was to become the strongest creature of all time on Krypton so they would put it out on the planet it would die and they would take it's cells and then bring it and clone it and bring it back and they just kept doing that process over and over again until they came up with doomsday so
1: how did it get to earth
2: oh look Jesus okay so Jesus brought it wow This episode 33 (laughs) Uh, crisis and now there's doomsday (laughs) basically so the doomsday story is, is, as each time that he was brought back, he kept the memories and pain of his old dying. which so like literally drove him insane. Right. right Comic nerds out there are like, they're wrong. I don't care. This is generalization. Anyway, so he ends up going from, he he, he ends up killing the scientists on Krypton, takes a ship, flies to another planet, kills everybody on that planet. They end up capturing him, and then they send him to his ass to Earth. Okay. Is is if if I remember correctly, something along those lines. But it's basically like he shows up. He's like he's, they they needed something to draw Superman attention mm-hmm. back to, so they they killed him, and that was like, hey,
1: Doomsday's been here the whole time. Really? Okay. Cool. I like, I remember the Doomsday comic when I, when Death Superman was happening. And I remember, I remember the the because there were six issues that led into it, or well, five issues, and then the death of Superman, Superman five. But the whole Doomsday was coming. It was all like the last page. You know, Justice League would have its whatever. It was. doing. It was like crappy Justice League too, with like Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. And Dude, we've
2: ragged on that issue so hard. <laughs> it was just like, and oh then, my God. But at the
1: end, you've got the the claw punching through the steel, and it's like Doomsday is coming. And that and that was, I mean, I was twelve or thirteen when I was coming out, and that was a big deal. And that black, you know, black issue and with the armband and all yeah. this stuff. That I mean, I still have mine sealed, and I have one open because I'm a collector. Yeah, we yeah, dude, you got to be, man. <laughs> but um so my team is if I'm crossing universes, I'm going to just Zatanna for magic. That's all magic. So Zatanna, Doctor Strange and magic. So, magic te- magic teleports everyone to to limbo. It's no collateral damage. And Doctor Strange and Zatanna does magic send to death. <laughs> I mean that makes sense. <laughs> just magic, like I'm, because he's like I'm just normal now. yes yeah, so I'm gonna f- set you on fire and free whatever because it's magic.
2: So. Yeah.
1: Okay. It's, Fair uh, enough. It's it's quick, easy. I, it's
2: like I like the Doctor Strange edition though. I'm glad you glad to see him getting to work.
1: I love Doctor Strange.
2: Yeah, he's great. I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited about uh, Cumberbatch.
1: Right? I am too. I am a I, I'm a big
2: Cumberbatch fan. Cumberbatch. Cumber,
1: and I like In the X Men run. I like how. Um, in an uncanny um, magic has been teleporting to the past to get training from him. Really? Yeah, that's her whole thing. Because after the uh, AVX, after the the Phoenix Five debacle, um, everyone's powers—Cyclops, everyone who was a Phoenix Five—so that was Cyclops, Colossus, Magic, White Queen, and Namor. Their powers got funky. They didn't work right. They were you know, damaged. So, magic kind of could still teleport and so and she still had some access to the arcane and so she would just go oh fine I will just go talk to the, the Sorcerer Supreme in, in the past and so she she went to like hang out with 80's Doctor Strange and so her her powers were like why is her power still working and he's like I don't know because she was getting trained for Doctor Strange the whole time that's great yeah. man I, I love the magic I, I need to start reading comics again god I'm missing some cool stuff Um, if you have a tablet yeah. Uh, um, Marvel has a wonderful app, Marvel Unlimited, and don't quote me on this, but I don't know if it's still going on, but I just got it a week ago, because uh, it's a monthly service, like nine bucks a month, but uh, it, it's they're doing it for a penny.
2: A penny a month?
1: Yeah, well, a penny for the first month. Oh wow! So it's seventeen thousand comics, and so you know you read what you want to read. And if you want to keep it, keep it. If not, turn it off and get it. I think my plan is I'm going to read what I mean, I've read a lot already, so I'm going to read what I kind of want, and then and then just wait a few months and then get it again. Yeah. And pay the ten bucks and then catch up because because uh, the earliest stuff they have is like when I mean, the latest stuff they have is like six months old, which is great because I'm behind a lot of stuff. I mean, i read all of Uncanny up to like January and all of X Men. All new X Men to January. I'm so gonna... you're you're X Men guy. Oh yeah, Die Hard. Die yeah. Hard. That's my team. Uh,
2: <laughs> so so you you're also you fall in the Professor Willis and the Bulldog camp of uh, uh, Avengers versus X Men. You'd pick the X Men. Uh, hands down, better really? team. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Better team. Better team. I
2: don't see it. I just don't see it, man.
1: That, there is, should be no contest, really. Who who? I mean, really. if... if, if 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 it wasn't written written to to sway the Avengers, it's all X Men. X Men's got better powers and team members. And I don't know. I mean, I just think
2: with with probability, Aven,
1: can, Avenger has Avengers have a Hulk, <laughs> and so that's that's because the Hulk is immortal. And you got <laughs> Thor. You can beat a god. Sentry you can beat Sentry too uh, Sentry you can easily beat Jean, Jean Grey or Rachel or yeah, Professor X uh, yeah. and I'll be like the void he's like oh I'm useless <laughs> I'm useless Bob again I don't know what yeah, I'm that must have made me so mad because he's so cool especially with the beard and shit it was awesome and then just, just... I mean he did take carnage ripping him and have to throw him in space <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty brutal so
2: and then kill was it Ares he killed
1: no I, I didn't know that
2: and it destroyed Asgard single handedly when it was on Earth,
1: you were just all into a century, huh? He was. I like him, my dude.
2: I read Dark Avengers is one of my when I actually I had that whole collection, that whole run. I love the Dark Avengers. I thought it was a great twist in the Avengers.
1: I liked um, Dark Avengers were neat. I like um. I like Bullseye as a uh,
2: as a uh, Hawkeye.
1: As, as Hawkeye, that makes sense. I was like that makes so much sense. Yeah,
2: and then uh, Dakin was Wolverine.
1: Yeah, I don't like Dakin. You don't like him? No, I don't like any of Wolverine's kids. <laughs> How many has he got? Uh, Daken, and uh, he's got a new one with Mystique that's been popping around. He's from the future. He's from an alternate future. He's been aggravating them. And then um, I just read one where they found one in an alternate universe in the Savage Land. How and, many alternate <laughs> universes? That's Marvel. Well, not even not anymore. After Secret war, after the new Secret War, um, they should all collide back into one. It should just be one universe after that. That's what I'm understanding because everything's collided, and all, and Secret Wars are pretty interesting. Really? Are you reading it? I am.
2: Okay, so what's going on in two
1: Wars? All right, so... Um, this goes back a couple of years, but um, there's a group called the Illuminati, which is Captain... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah Iron Captain Man. American Iron Man, um, Professor Xavier... Reed Richards. Uh, Reed Richards. Um, I think it's Namor, too, right? Namor and Black Bolt. Okay. What about Doctor Strange? Yeah, maybe it's Doctor Strange. Maybe somebody... Because it, maybe it's Doctor Strange. But no, it's Namor... Cap, Iron Man...
2: Not Cap, no. Cap's not on the up Professor X.
1: Professor X. I thought Cap was Cap. What?
2: No, I would. that makes
1: sense for his character. Yeah, it does. Let's see. If you want somebody with integrity to hold an Infinity Gem, you give it to Captain America.
0: <laughs>
1: and now we look it up, because it's been a while since I've read it, so... Well, I mean, I, you're, I,
2: I remember it from, from War, War,
1: Hulk. So, Reed, Black Bolt, Iron Man... Xavier. Captain Namor. That's who who it is. I oh, don't captain on it, dude.
2: By the way, back to Voltron real quick. Uh it was one of my favorite all time all time cartoon themes. Best one of the best themes.
1: Which which is? Mar uh, Voltron. Oh. What, what was Volt- it? Voltron's theme. Oh, theme! i was trying to you. I did not hear the words. I just heard like name, like whose <laughs> okay, okay. name?
2: So the Illuminati is, has Black Bolt, Professor X, Reed Richards, Doctor Strange, and Iron Man, and name more.
1: Yeah, I thought What Cap was in it though? It's I okay, just,
2: dude. You're going to school me on lots of
1: things. No, it's just like 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 I was really expecting Cap because there, there's a, there's an episode with, during Civil War there were. Or maybe it's not. Maybe I'm misreading it. I think you
2: are. I think you are.
1: Oh, no, no. it's. Maybe it's during uh, Phoenix 5, because I think Captain America is, has uh, Namor show up and was like, hey, buddy, you guys got to stop being crazy.
2: All right. So Secret Wars, currently what's going on? All right.
1: Sorry. Sorry. I'm all right. So um, the Illuminati are are those guys, and they all have an Infinity Gym, because they do. And uh, they're supposed to keep them secret. And what they do is they go around and they prevent horrible things. They've just decided to become judge, jury, executioner of the Marvel Universe. They're like, you know, we're here to protect the universe at at whatever the cost. And that's why it's those guys who are chosen. In fact, when Xavier dies after AVX, um, Beast becomes one of them. Oh wow! Okay. so, So. there's an incident where they discovered that there's another universe colliding with our universe, and that's what what, what they yeah, it's been colliding with different universes, and it's now coming to us. And so, um, they decide the only way to do it, to fix it, is by putting the Infinity Gauntlet together and giving it to Captain America, who would be the most noble of them all to wish that universe out of the way and not have like I've guilted my. And he wouldn't have had that because he's like I'm, you know, patriotism would would override. Basically, the needs of the many outweighs the needs of the few. You know, Captain America comes super logical about this. You know, because he's super patriotic. You know, I'm doing my duty, and so he doesn't feel the guilt of what he's going to do. Well, when he does that, it shatters the gems. They don't. It doesn't work, and so uh, they find a temporary solution, and uh, that gets put away for a couple um, years, really, like one or two years, and and. In the Ultimate Universe, you would see like we're finding pocket universes to other universes, and then our you know in the six one six universe, they would do the same thing, and eventually, Secret Wars is the colliding of these two universes into one, and so it collides into this one giant universe, and what it does is every important Marvel storyline in history because it becomes its own country, and so you know you have Acts of Vengeance and Extinction Agenda and Inferno and uh, please age, tell me Age of Apocalypse yeah Age of, Apocalypse, uh, age of Fantastic. Apocalypse and they all have these barons that run their Marvel Zombies is a, a zone and they all have these barons that run that control their area but they report to Dr. Doom who is, in, who is lord of the world really? Yeah. How, how
2: did Doom get the promotion?
1: because Doom is the man <laughs> he is I mean, really, if you want someone to rule your, you know, your planet, well, you get Doom.
2: I, I, uh, I read it. I heard it It's like Doom is not really just a bad guy. Like he just he runs his country and wants what's best for humanity, and he believes that he's the only one who can give it to
1: him. Well, he's like a lot of. What makes Doom work as a villain is the fact that he doesn't think he's a villain. He's he's doing. He's doing what he thinks is right, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, you know, Hitler thought he was doing right. Uh, okay, now nah, I feel like a dick. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, George Bush thought he was doing right. Well, <laughs> We're just digging ourselves. Like. Know, whatever. And so, uh, you know, you know, Doom feels what he's doing for Latveria. And um, so now he's doing it for the world, and it's him, and he's, he's hooked up with Sue Storm. So he's banging Sue? Yeah, he's banging Sue. What happened to that? How'd that happen? Because he can. He's been wanting to bang Sue forever. And, in fact, they named um, Reed and and Sue's daughter is named after Victor.
2: So let me get this straight. So... Valeria. so, So Sue and Reed are banging... They're married. They stop. She's pregnant with Reed's kid. Doctor Doom takes over, and then they name her like.
1: Well, not not, not in that order, but because I mean, they also have Franklin. Franklin is the the oldest boy of Reed and Ann Sue, and then she gets pregnant again, and because, like in Allmar, and I, I'm not an FF fan, and so um, trying to peaceful with what I know, um, something happens with the pregnancy, and Doom comes in and uses whatever Doom has and saves the baby. And so there's a connection between Valerie and Victor, almost like it's Victor's child, but it's not. He's got the he's like a really overprotective uncle kind of thing. Yeah. And so they named Va- Valerie after.
2: And so I want to know when Sue and Doom start start banging.
1: I don't know when they start banging with this, but then this after this collision, he's she's she's his his um concubine. Well, his concubine. And, Damn. And oh, oh what's what's really neat? Nice, Valerie is there, and she you know she's like. Six, and she's a genius. She's, she's you know she, like Franklin. Franklin's young and smart, but she, and she, but she's like cold and like she's doom. Yeah, there's a doom as, uh, Yeah, all
2: right. As, so as, the worlds collide, dooms ruling.
1: We got barons over these important mm-hmm. Marvels uh, timelines. Right. So all that. So, you know, the ma- major storyline. The, there are people who have survived the collision, and have not been altered. And so, and uh, they're in a ship, and it's like Thanos and Miles Morales, who is um, the Ultimate Universe Spider-Man. They all kind of survive this, and so I think this, they're the good catalyst that's going to bring everything back to to head to back to a one, one universe. So, but they've you know they've got a, a, an ongoing title for Secret Wars. So it's limited, but it's like you know seven, eight issues, and then they're doing. A, but they each battle world has their own title. So you can pick and choose what you want to read. I would love for Age of
2: Apocalypse to, yeah, to, to the, sustain itself. I don't
1: know if it's going to sustain itself, but it, but it has a. I haven't read it yet.
2: I, well, I mean, I just like the Age of Apocalypse mm-hmm. storyline. So I, I didn't. That was great. I, I never read it, but I played the, the toy, played the ship with the toys. Man,
1: and the reason why the re- reason why I didn't like it is because I'm a huge Rachel Summers fan. And she's not in it, and I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> Rachel
2: Summers is obviously is the daughter of, of Scott and Jean, mm-hmm. and she's is not she the Phoenix or wasn't
1: she has been a host for the Phoenix before? Yeah,
2: and that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, now correct me if I'm wrong, but after House of M, wasn't she the first mutant born? Or is that somebody? Is that, that would moment? be Hope. That would be Hope.
1: That would be Hope. It's hope Summers. Hope Summers. Who's not really a Summers? <laughs> Who is she? I don't. She's the first mutant. You know, she was raised by um, Nathan Cable, mm-hmm. and I think so as a father figure. I think Summers is a name only. I don't think she's she's not really a. What boy. are her powers? Um, she's a. She can. Uh, she's like Rogue, except. She doesn't have to touch to absorb, she just comes near you. She's
2: basically, uh, she, uh, she's Peter Petrelli from Heroes.
1: Yeah, she's very much like Peter Petrelli. In fact, you know, that's how they defeated um, the Phoenix Five in um, AVX. Um, Scarlet Witch comes out of retirement. Cyclops has, his, his Phoenix has devoured the other five and has become the ultimate thing. He's done killed Xavier. And um, Scarlet Witch and Hope team up together and, and declare no more Phoenix. And their powers combined whisk the Phoenix out of existence.
2: That's sad. Mm-hmm. I like the Phoenix.
1: But it's the Phoenix, so like, I don't care what you do to it, it rises. It'll come again. It's like, yeah, it's I, like, I, I love the Phoenix, man. Right, I, I, I think right now the Phoenix has been overdone in the last 10, 15 years. I'm a huge fan. Like I said, Rachel Summers is my favorite, favorite X-Man. That's like, such a weird... Like, I love I can tell you why, too. Okay. All right, so I didn't start reading comics until about 1990,
2: 1991. So that had to be,
1: yeah, okay. All right, and so, uh, and I got into comics this way. I used to be a baseball card collector, and I don't, at the time, I didn't like baseball. And the reason why I was a baseball card collector is because the neighborhood kids were baseball card collectors, and so I thought I was, too. some, So I just like collecting stuff, I guess, at the time. And so I would, you know, buy packs of cards yeah, and game players, and goes to tra- like But then I found these um, Marvel comic cards.
2: Yeah, the 1980 ultra cards or whatever. Well, no, no. 1990, uh, 1990 cards.
1: Yeah, well, uh, 91 they have from Impel. And so I bought some packs of Season 1, Series 1, and that's when I discovered Venom. I was like, oh, and Spider-Man was in a black costume. I didn't know why. And I was like, well, that's not my Spider-Man. That's interesting. He looked cool. I'm mean, you know, I am a teenager, so even in black is going to be a The awesome. black suit
2: spider Man's my favorite.
1: Right, and my too. And then um, when I got the series two, when I was putting that set together, the Phoenix card, the Rachel Summers card, (coughs) looked so cool. The art for it Um, uh, it was so amazing. I was like, I need to know everything I can about her, and that's how we became fan. Oh wow! Yeah, so the dump card, and it's a diehard. Like I'm a diehard fan. Oh wow! I uh, I don't I don't think I
2: have I mean I I don't want to say Wolverine. He's just overdone and like I'm just like, like true story. Batman, Wolverine. I am just burnt the. Freak out on those characters. Dude. I
1: like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. I like.
0: The
1: uh, <sighs> I do. I like uh, Days of Future Past Is a really fun movie.
2: Days of Future Past Is good. And He's really good
1: in it. So you
2: know what? Yeah, I'll give you that. But I, I'm curious I, I, I didn't like Wolverine Origins. I just case, I think uh,
1: well, luckily uh, that movie doesn't exist anymore.
2: Really? Yeah. Neither does um Action Three. Oh, that Days of Future Past it wiped those. Yeah,
1: if you watch Days it, of Future Past, that's what it does. It the new timeline does not include Origins or. Thank God, and Brian Singer went. I'm taking my universe back. <laughs> I
2: like it. Go, Brian Singer.
1: I mean, but I just Wolverine's
2: just too overdone. He's too into everything. He's he's just too saturated into the comic world. And then as far as Batman goes, I, I'm just so tired of Batman's the greatest hero of
1: all time. Uh, no, I'm like, not. no, he's not a DC fans. So that, that argument I never really. works.
2: <laughs> he would lose Iron Man.
1: Lose Xavier. Lose
2: Xavier. He would lose to. Spider-Man and, like, and they did a death battle between Batman and Spider-Man so did, and they lost to that. Speaking
1: about Batman and death battle, did you see the Vader-Batman fight?
2: It was Vader. It wasn't death battle.
1: No, but did you see the... It was on Machinima.
2: No, I, I don't watch it when they're like he's got lightsabers and Batman's got a lightsaber. I'm like I don't
1: care. Oh, we uh, after this podcast I have to show you this.
2: Okay. Because
1: I thought it was gonna be stupid too because I saw it on the internet and it's like oh it's gonna be new two nerds talking about like well Batman has this and Darth Vader does this and then I was like well maybe they'll do it with action figures. No, they do a live action bit where like it's Batman versus Darth Vader and it's epically awesome. All
2: right, we'll watch it. I'm just not a, I hate like Batman just drives me crazy
1: now He'll because love this. He he's, love he's this. so it's so like there's two versions there's a Batman. Batman, Batman and They do and the Vader, same thing with a White Ranger and, and, versus Scorpion. And a Vader wins. And it's... They're both fun. I'm a Vader fan. I'm a Star Wars fan. I,
2: I, I relate. I, as I've gotten older, I talk about this, I think... Uh, I don't know if on one of my shows or something, but um, as I've gotten older, I've realized I'm less Leonardo and more Raphael. I'm less <laughs> Jedi and more Sith. You know what I mean? <laughs> like,
1: to me, I I... It's become I, for me. It's, I guess I'm a little bit more opposite. When I was younger, like that's why I played Cobras. Now I'm like, eh, you yeah, kind of got like Flint. Go Flint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cobras look cooler. That's I think that's why I played with them as yeah, kids. I just they just did. Baroness was a hottie, bro. She was a hottie. I, 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 I'm about to say this, but my dude was Serpentor. Serpentor was <laughs> cool. <laughs> Everyone hates Serpentor. Like, why? I'm like, I know, right? I'm like the dude was made from the Same. DNA <laughs> of <like> Genghis Khan. He was fucking Sergeant the great slaughter. He I mean, was a great character. It's Cobra Law. He, he, he had a flying chariot and go, yelled like, this is what I command. I would love to do that. Like, this is what I command. Bring me a cheeseburger, this I command. He, he chucked snakes at people. Right. Like <laughs> He put Duke in a coma. Yes, it was great, man. God, yes. I loved Cobra.
2: I, I, no, not Cobra. Cepentor, yes. Cedar. I love Cepentor. Cobra
1: per- per- around a weenie yeah Serpendo the Man well,
2: a- a- anyway um, yeah I- I've realized that and, I- and as I've gotten I've become more attracted to the Vader uh, the Vader story mm-hmm. you know the tale of redemption you know like and that's and it's just it's, it's funny how as a, as a kid I was like fuck the dark side and now I'm like no I get it man like you, you want like you know passion and you embrace your things and these lead you to the, the Sith and the dark way I mean I just I get it you know
1: Gotcha.
2: I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm more of a gray Jedi quote unquote <laughs> than I am with anything else
1: or a Jedi who is supposed to be neutral. I mean, neutrality is what they... they, they balance the balance of light and dark is what a Jedi should seek. I, I, I agree with you I think I think the extreme is where they cause problems like I, mean, I think if you suppress emotion
2: eventually something's gonna snap you know right. I mean and then if you embrace it too much then obviously you're gonna lose man I, I think I think, away I think looks neutrality is the way.
1: honestly I mean outside of stars my two you know like one well, my my three favorite thing Lando looks awesome just looks awesome he looks awesome in the blue and um, best Ben he looks cool as Tamtail Screech he looks awesome as a general. I'm a Lando fan. <laughs> beside that bubble Fett Looks sweet. I mean, that's why we like Boba Fett, not because he, you know, because I never liked Boba Fett. No, that's okay. We, but fans in general, just because they they like he looks, he looks cool. He looks awesome. Yeah, he doesn't do anything, but he looks awesome. He's not like scarier. He he he, he, he misses a, he misses Luke on um Cloud City. Um, he sort of stands up to Vader, kind of, sort of, but he's more like he's no good he, to be he's dead. dead. He's I, more like no good to be dead. It's like, sir, you know, hey, don't kill the guy there. I need that money. The Empire's like, I'll compensate you. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he gets his butt kicked and, by, by a blind dude and... A pit. And thrown into a giant sand vagina. I mean, it's... My problem, my problem with like him is he was another like he's a
2: Batman Wolverine character of the Star Wars universe. He's like, oh
0: my God, Boba Fett's legit. He's such a badass.
2: Because
1: he looks cool. I mean, he's got. I he's mean, cool. mean, Much like Batman. I mean, he's kind of. I mean, he's got all these gears, you know, and he's got uh, cool armor and he's got all these weapons and a neat looking ship that looks like a lamppost.
2: I do like the sleeve.
1: Yeah, like one what, looks neat. I, you know, I get. I like Boba Fett. He looks neat, but I'm I mean, like he doesn't do anything. Yeah. So Fat looks at, and I love Luke's outfit in Jedi.
2: I loved. I love Luke. The
1: the uh. the black. The, he just shows up in the black. He's like I am a boss. Yeah. Here's my green lightsaber. I'm wearing the black. I, I dug it, dude. When I, when I,
0: was, I
2: still <laughs> dig it. Dude. Right. You yeah. watched it today in fact. Yeah, we watched Return of Day, maybe. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry tweeting dude. about it right now. It was great did you like that? I was because like, <laughs> I was like, I wonder if I just reply to this as if I had no idea anything was happening. Yeah, I was
1: spoiling uh, Jedi. My favorite though was uh, telling you about Leia being Luke's sister. Went, Leia, hashtag Leia, hashtag sister, hashtag Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm letting you to water. <laughs> what was,
2: what, then, then I reply. I was like, "Yeah, what?" And then the Force <laughs> is a bunch of microscop bacteria called midi chlorians. We right.
1: Order, you would already know that. I know. <laughs> I prefer the
2: machete order when I do this. We
1: actually, I was, I was, talking to Drew and Horst of. Um, we were there, I think. Oh no, because this was uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, you, you guys all went out. Oh, I went, I went over there. Oh, cool, man. We were, we were supposed to play a game, but no one showed us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my fault. And that was my fault. You weren't the only one. Yeah. And uh, so me, Horst, and, and Drew kind of hung out, and that was a topic of conversation for us. We were just talking about the machete order, because they're going to rewatch it before episode 7 comes out and they're trying to figure out if they want to watch it in a different order and I was like yeah do the machete order.
2: Yeah, the machete order like you you discard one, you watch 2, and then no, I'm sorry, you discard one, you watch New Hope Empire, then you watch 2 and then 3 and then Return. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It makes perfect sense. It
1: follows Luke's rise and then you and at the big reveal you find out the reveal for his, and then you've watched Vader's rise and fall and you find his redemption. It's great. It's it's a great way of doing it, man. You know, either or. I like you know. I, I'm not a fan of the prequels anyway. I'm am just I'm crumudging it old and like... But I say that I say I'm not a fan of the prequels and I'm not. It's been a while since I've seen them. But I'm the guy. If they come out in theaters, I'd pay for it. I when episode one came out in 3D. Uh, three yeah, and of, you
2: notice they haven't done anything else since then. Though. No, that because, was a bad idea. You know,
1: so, well, and I saw it in 3 d I'm neat in 3D, but it's still episode one. I was like, I, my thought was this. Okay. Duel of Fates will be awesome in 3D, and it was. I will pay money. Hopefully they will have enough interest to do. I will sit through Attack of the Clones, which is horrible, but I'll watch it in 3D to get to at least the um, Revenge of the Sith, which is a neat movie, and it probably has in 3D, just to get to Empire Strikes Back yeah. and Jedi. I want, to see, I want to see the Return of the Jedi battle indoor, um, the space battle for Death Star 2. In 3D, when that 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 shot of when you're in the cockpit and the, the tie and interceptors are coming at you, that 3D, I'd wet myself. I'd have to. Dude, I, that that like
2: that is my favorite battle of the entire franchise. It's, it's is just, the indoor battle?
1: I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, as space battles go, I'd put that at the top.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a phenomenal space space like, battle.
1: Like there's no. I, name a better space battle and you can't do it. No, I can't think of one, yeah, man.
2: Yeah. And you, you could say, arguably, and the only one that comes to mind is uh, uh, the Borg cube, or I think it's the sphere of the cube, I think it's a cube outside of Earth-space and I think, First Contact. In first Contact. Then, with all of this, like, the like the whole fleet is, like, mm-hmm. just blah, 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 blasting at them. you got the Defiant there, mm-hmm. wars there. there. Um, that's a cool battle, but it's still, it's nothing. I it,
1: think they do that battle better in the D Space Nine. I don't... Um, it's not the Borg though. They're fighting the, uh, the, the, the jo- not the, the, that's a the, the uh, They're fighting the Dominion. The Dominion. The, the, Thank the, you. The, but the in the last episode, the space battle for the last episode is pretty epic because by then they've introduced fighters into like you know Star Trek has have fighters now. That's I mean, awesome, and that and that's cool, and that's neat to see you know, these squadron of these raiders flying through space and yeah. stuff, and so. Yeah, I think that's a cool battle. I mean, I, you know, if, if we're talking about all science fiction, I'd have to put that up there. But
2: yeah, you're right. I, I can't think of anything. Um, I mean, even the Viper battles from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I think
1: I think my favorite Star Trek battle is Star Trek Two.
2: Star Trek Two. Yeah. Uh, uh, Khan and, and the Nebula.
1: Yeah, and the Nebula, just when when Kirk just pops up behind him and blows off that engine. I mean, oh, just that music. The music cue is just when you see the Enterprise rising in the clouds and there's like fire, and it's just like it's a like, oh, they're <laughs> <laughs> right I saw it in the theaters 82 so it's 5
2: yeah it's a great it's a great movie dude and right. and, and, and you it's know. actually
1: I, I watch it more than I probably watch anything
2: the battle of Endor scene or the con or, or rather, Star Trek Kong.
1: 2 it's funny I was, I was talking to Kevin Report of Inverse Press uh, probably at Christmas and we were just talking we were podcasting and we were talking I've got to the point now that I think I like Star Trek 2 more than I like Empire Strikes Back okay and the reason why is that, now, I think Empire Strikes Back is a fine movie, and it's one of my favorite films. And I love it. I have a very deep connection with it. But as a film, I get bored at Dagobah. Yeah. I don't care about, I don't like Yoda. I'm sorry, I don't like Yoda. Oh, I'm a Yoda guy. And everyone, I don't care. I, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I, I look whiny in that, and I do and, and my brain can't figure out how long he's there. And no one's been able to tell me how long he's there to. Is he trained? To me, it sounds like he's there for like an afternoon to become a Jedi. <laughs> I thought say he's Like, okay, it's been thirty minutes. I gotta, I gotta get on. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. My friends, I've got a thing. You gotta think I'll go rescue you know, clouds. <laughs> yeah. And so it looks like he's like trained for twenty minutes. Like it's like a. It's not like a montage. It's like Rocky, I buy. Yeah, you know, that. You know, montage tells me it takes time. This, on the other hand. And so bo- I'm just bored with it. like even yeah. the Battle of the Cave, and I understand its the significance. And don't get me wrong, same way I don't like Citizen Kane. I, well, I like Citizen Kane, but it's like when people start naming them, like Citizen Kane is the greatest movie ever. I'm like, no, Vertigo is, or March yeah. of Arabia, or you know, looks great. Oh, it's a great film. Oh, that's my favorite film. For those, for
2: those for, who curious, with the the baby crying in the background, that is that is my four month old oh, son.
1: I thought we were like you know part of playing parent Parenthood, and, yeah, <laughs> and, and hauling off babies. Have we you are. heard that story? No. Uh, apparently in the news Planet Parhood uh, are selling body parts of aborted babies to sign I don't know I don't oh, know oh damn okay I don't know if it's true or not it's just a weird story however I got hooked on Alex Jones uh, in the past couple of weeks because he's beautifully crazy yeah you ever heard of Alex Jones Mm-mm. Alex Jones is a, one of the right wing conspiracy nuts he has a show on on, on YouTube and he is Beautiful. If you're a fan and you're a believer, that's fine. I get you. But not, to me, it's just, you know, I'm going to be one of those guys, you know, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to stay asleep because being awake is crazy. <laughs> Plug me in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he was talking about the Planned Parenthood thing. And this is why I think he's beautiful crazy. He's like, well, yes, the uh, the elite has been eating babies. I've, I've read there's reports of it. They eat babies in gold foil. I'm like, really? That's a thing. <laughs> gold foil babies. Like, why, why, why would they eat a baby? Because it's a delicacy? <laughs> it's a... You have no idea what baby tastes like until you've had it wrapped in gold. And so, I'm like, it's like... Oh. It was
2: 49
1: minutes and seven seconds. Uh, so we paused for our baby. Because babies are cute and loud. Uh, he just wondered if he wanted to be on the podcast.
2: He did. My son is very much like me and, and, and had to be on the show. So we gave him an invite. Right. And, and he just cried. I was like,
1: Nyeh! I'm like, what's wrong just, baby?"
2: He wasn't happy with the Star Wars, with your Wrath of Khan being Yeah, there. Yeah, that's
1: what we were talking, about. We were talking <laughs> yeah. about. what we were talking about. So we were
2: talking about where. Yeah, I, I, do, I do apologize for. We're so for
1: human beings, man. This, we all did that. Some of us still do.
2: Yeah, so still do, correct. So Wrath of Khan is, is your favorite over Empire Strike? As
1: a movie, I, like, I can watch it straight through it. No, I'm not bored through it. You know what
2: I actually think I think it's on Netflix We should watch it While we do this
1: We can do that i uh, talking about What this is uh, Professor Willis has uh, Brought out his Childhood box of uh, Star Wars CCG cards From Decipher And uh, I re- It's my favorite card game Of all time And I'm going to ch- Teach JD how to play
2: He's going to Own me
1: nah, Not much with these cards But <laughs> mm-hmm. And so um,
2: These are dark side
1: No those are light side cards are these dark side? They're all light side cards. Oh, okay. Cool. Flip on the back, light side. Oh, I see. Dark now. side. Ah, I get it. That's adorable. There's a there's a theme to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite card games. Probably oh, uh, my favorite card game.
2: Vicky wanted me to mention this to you, and to we'll put it Vicky out. Vicky to... is is my wife. The lovely wife. Um, the hotness. And um, or Lady Depew on Twitter, if you want to talk to her, Lady, Lady Depew. And uh, she's like, I would love to see Hulk versus Superman because Hulk has beaten gravity. Would that be a good fight?
1: Yeah, Hulk, it'd be a dull fight. Hulk can't die. Uh, and Hulk can't die, proven in and um, Peter David wrote this comic called Hulk: The End, and where everyone died on the Earth except the Hulk. And the see in the Marvel Universe, um, human beings are hated. Like everybody hates us, like all the other alien races just hate us, and so they send the recorder down to to watch the last human being die, because that's a thing for this, like Netflix, we're gonna watch the last human die. <laughs> YouTube that shit, and um, the problem is it's the Hulk Banner. Banner can't die, and so the only thing that survives is the Hulk and, and Hulk and Banner, and um, these like space roaches things that just will eat the Hulk until he's nothing and then he regenerates oh, wow. and the recorder left this flying camcorder thing to to record what to wait for Hulk's to the Hulk's death and um, so Banner can watch what happens you know when he's Banner he, he, he can watch you he, so he's watched himself be eaten and devoured over and over again because it won't do it when he well it'll try to do it when he's Banner but you know he'll Hulk out and it just feasts on the Hulk and see, the thing is, is that Hulk, all Hulk wants to do is be alone, and that's why he won't let Banner die, because Hulk gets what he wants, no puny humans, no puny Banner. He's finally got the solitude. And then the last page is like, you start to realize that maybe Hulk doesn't want this at all. And so, Hulk is the reason why Hulk can't die. Hulk has to will himself to death. Oh wow! Yeah. So according to that that comment, which was pretty interesting. So that's um, a great
2: great point of view. so, so Superman Hulk. Just be a dull fight because of Maybe group. like Doomsday
1: Hulk could just be like, you know, what are you gonna do to each other? Yeah. I mean I always like fights where there can be a clear winner. That's why I like uh like I'd like I'd watch Deadpool Deathstroke. Well
2: that that's out that's out. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean I mean that, those are the kind of things I would watch, you know. Yeah. Um Batman Predator.
2: oh that's a Predator.
1: Yeah, well Batman they they did that comic series. Oh really? Mm-hmm.
2: Predator Lost.
1: Um but he beat Batman up pretty good, so it's you know, it was, it was a good fight. Yeah, and so it's better than the Superman Aliens, which is stupid.
2: I it makes no sense. It's so bad. How could you hurt him?
1: Yeah, Acid it wasn't hurt Superman. It's so bad. It is so bad. He gets a, he gets one in his chest and like, how does it get out? So it's like a super alien. It's stupid. Oh, that's dumb. Marvel, I mean DC, and Dark Horse is doing some crazy things back then. Do you remember Dark Claw? Mm-hmm.
2: The cross between Batman, Batman and Wolverine. Wolverine. Yep, that's yeah.
1: from the amalgam universe when DC and Marvel kind of teamed up. Because uh, they made, they made uh, the amazing Spider Boy, and they did, um, God, there's a bunch of them that they, but they were Dark Claw's probably the biggest one, yeah. That. Dark Claw's one seen that seems out the most, and and so, but stupid. <laughs> they even did an anime, they did like an anime Dark Claw. That was <laughs> uh, really, yeah, based on the Batman anime series. They did a Dark Claw, I, remember. Anime I, remember, comic. I remember, uh, Images Wildcats cartoon, mm-hmm. Jim Lee, yeah, yeah, that, um. I, I I I much like everybody else in that era fell for that ploy when you know when Image broke from Marvel, one well, of the guys ran for Marvel, so Rob Lockfield and and Todd McFarlane, Jim Lee, and the rest of them. Uh, uh, anyway, I was like, yeah, I can't wait to read these issues. And Spawn was a mess, and. I stopped Spawn at fourteen, yeah, issue fourteen or fifteen. I guess. Why? So why didn't you like Spawn? It just got ridiculous. Like Viol- there's a two part Violator story earlier, on, like, uh, and like, and I was just like, I'm done. I don't care. I, I, don't. The first ten issues of Spawn are pretty solid. It's yeah. Al Simmons is an interesting character with a lot of baggage, and you're like, I'm buying into the whole, and I'm you know thirteen or fourteen at the time, so I'm like really into the, you know, because you know, you're a teenager, you explore that dark side of humanity, and that gives me that outlet, but it just becomes silly. Wildcats the same way. Wildcats has a great idea that I don't think Jim Jim Lee ever ex- executed right, properly. And uh, what else was I? I didn't like Savage Dragon.
2: Yeah, I never got to Savage Dragon. I, like I, like, like I liked Spartan was my favorite character of the, of the Wildcats. I actually had that figure. And
1: um, Spartan was... a uh, little cyborg guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, their, their leader, right? Yeah, so leader. Spartan, Void,
2: Grifter... The guy with the, the like the he was basically their Wolverine. Yeah, button.
1: with the uh, and he looked, he had a really cool aesthetic. But yeah. you know, uh, uh, Zelot is the is the was Zelot Zelot like their Hulk or something. No, she was the their Psylocke. She had ninja swords and yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, I actually, want to, I want to see if we can find some more guy that. I
1: was trying like, to figure out what the the guy who was basically a Liquid Terminator Man. I can't think what his name was.
2: Yeah. Well, and then Hell Hell, Something was the bad guy mm-hmm. the Hell Spawn Hell, yeah mm-hmm. I, love, I, I did and like Voodoo. Spawn. Voodoo was the love connected do you remember connected. the animated Spawn series mm-hmm. oh shit that That'll was awesome you. sorry alright it mm-hmm. was a phenomenal show it's man okay <laughs>
1: huh it was okay oh whatever dude. It's better than the movie you know, the movie's truly terrible <laughs> I remember I saw it in theaters and fell asleep did you really
2: mm-hmm. oh man I remember seeing it in theaters I liked it saw it in theaters when I bought the toys that
1: sounded like small toys. But they didn't move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. They toys should move. I, I don't like McFarlane when, when when they were doing toys. They did all these little weird. They were basically glorified statues. I'm like, that's not a toy. A toy, you know. Star Wars, yeah, Joe taught me toys should be articulate. He Man, you know, Transformers at least as limited as articulate as they were. At least they were articulate. Yeah, and so. That kind of ruined it all for me. Yeah, they they,
2: they they were they were very much. Watch this. Look at this toy. Look at how it stands by itself. It's like, well, what are
1: you gonna do with it? Nothing. Yep, they were hard to play with. As in, you just don't play
2: with them. Yeah, keep <laughs> them in the package. At
1: least the X Men the, the, the X Men figures were really cool.
2: Yeah, I love the X Men figures. I had a ton of those. That's pretty sweet. I had a ton of those, man. I had a great some great adventures. <laughs> yeah man my my favorite Magneto sculpt in though had to have been the Age of Apocalypse I was it was the, the best Magneto I think I think
1: he has a really good look like in the comics he looks neat yeah plus you know he's banging Rogue so oh he's banging how does he bang Rogue Magne- uh, he magnetizes himself so he's immune to her powers it's like a little body you gotta shield. do what you gotta do for the Ro- right, you gotta do, right. right which is great because Rogue gives Rogue a connection yeah that's why like in the comics Rogue and er- Eric has this weird kind of weird bond. Yeah. And so because of Age of Apocalypse they they wrote that in and it worked. So I mean I work. I mean it works I think it works better than Her and Gambit. Who is finally we're finally getting that movie. I am not excited. Really? I am not at all. You're dude. an X Men guy though.
2: It does I do like X Men So here's here's the misconception. I do enjoy and like X Men. Mm-hmm. I do. But I for I'm just for some reason I, I like the Avengers more. That's okay. And it's nothing to do with the movies. You know, I, I liked Iron Man, I like Thor, I like Captain America
1: um, my first Marvel comic was an Avengers comic, so I understand. Yeah,
2: and, and I just, I just, I, I love, I like the X Men. I just, you know, I was fighting the Super
1: Adeptoid. Hmm? When it was, uh,
2: my first comic, I think was X Men three hundred. The annual was the, it was the Hot Oh and... God,
1: that horror! That was John Romita Junior. artwork, and everyone looks square. No. Yeah, everyone looks square. Everyone's got square faces on. Not, head. not that issue. 300
2: the x-men x-men annual 300
1: no there's no annual 300 there it's yeah i just put in my code to your thing i know you did wow i
2: actually i have i think we should end on the voltron theme (laughs) i i have it up for you well
1: i can i can edit that in yeah (laughs) (laughs) i have the technology I'm okay, getting X-Men 300.
2: Yeah, it wasn't annual. Maybe it's X-Men 300.
1: Because so it's a chromium issue. It's got the, but it's got Bishop and his team on it. Uh, what, what is it that issue. Yeah, it's yeah him storming, but it's all John Reed's art is so horrible. And John Reed can draw a lot better than that. It's just such a just a crappy cover.
2: Yeah, I remember that issue right there where they're like breaking in and Wolverine stabs yeah. somebody and Bishops there and.
1: That's the set. He flipped over to another issue. Uh, what is it? Two.
2: If you uh, no, if you read three, only it, one X Men title this month, what I number imagine. is that? This it's, is three oh three, maybe 203? 303 Yeah.
1: That's the saddest comic I've ever read in my life. Really? Yeah, it's the one Ileana dies. Who's Eliana? Uh Magic, Colossus's um, little sister. How does she die? She die. she gets the Legacy virus, which was mutant version of AIDS. Yeah. And um, they kill her off, but she, they kill her because she's like eight. They kill a little kid off, and it's 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 it's, it's Kitty and Jubilee that whole issue, and it's, a, and it's a kind of a flashback. And I'm like, I'm reading. I had a Marvel comic subscription, so that that comic came to my house, and so. Uh, I opened it up. I got back from school and I'm sitting there and I'm reading and I'm just like,
0: <laughs> I'll never read comics again. I tell you, oh,
2: dude, my, my throw an issue moment, which I literally, like, I, I take very damn good care of my comics, but the one that I almost threw, this was fucking recently, was um, a brand new day, um, One More Day. Do you remember that arc yeah, in Spider Man?
1: You know, they get rid of um, Mary Jane. Like, like they,
2: they erase Mary Jane and Spider Man. I was like, what the like I was shaking, I was so tense. I had a variant cover of it, so mm-hmm. like I read it and I was like, oh, I got so mad, I set it down. Nice. They, oh.
1: they fixed it in. Um, I mean, Mary Jane and Peter are together in um, Secret Wars. They have a kid too.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. hope that sticks around.
1: I think so. I think it will. I think it's a it's a cool thing. They're just it,
2: they're like, and I, I don't know. Like to me, they mean more than Lois and Superman. And and here's why I say that, right? So. Lois and Superman are one of the quintessential like, you gotta have like relationships right Give it, you know mm-hmm. but Spider-Man and Mary Jane mean more to me because I think Spider-Man struggled and fought more as a hero than Superman has like mm-hmm. Spider-Man is a sacrifice it's all about sacrifice yep. and then Superman is his story is very much a god living among men
1: I like Superman better with Wonder Woman than I do with Lois.
2: Really? I've not, I've not read that, so I'm yeah. sure that's a great read. It makes uh, more sense. It makes
1: more sense. And my brain accepts that a lot better. Like at least I me. like I like uh, Peter with Mary Jane, um, yeah. and I don't read comics unless they're together. <laughs> I'm just like, no, it doesn't work for me otherwise. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess we're going to end on the Voltron thing, is what you want to add? Oh, on? yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. Um, you can follow me at, at scottywhite.com. On the Twitter, you can follow us on the network at, at Mopcast Network. You can get us at www.mopcast.com. We've broken 13,000 listens, so thank you. Also, shout out to, um, um, we're getting, we've are getting we got listens in South Dakota now, so we're one state away from having that. And, and So that goes out to, thank you, The Game Store in nice. Aberdeen, I believe Aberdeen, South Dakota. And the reason why I know this is because I got tired of looking at those blank spots on Podbean so I just looked up game stores and comic stores in South Dakota and Wyoming the two states were missing and I sent an email going hey just listen to it just play <laughs> one listens all in need just so I can have all 50 states and so the guy was really really cool and so that's I great. told him I'd give him a shout out so I gave him a shout out
2: that's fucking phenomenal man um yeah, thanks everybody. For t- I'm, I'm at the JD. I
1: like how you went into your, your How It Stacks voice right for that. Hello, everybody! <laughs> I'm JD! You can follow me. Uh, Transformers makes me cry! <laughs> it's funny, like, as I've got... Oh, I have
0: the
2: touch! <laughs> as, I, as I'm as i doing these various things, I've found out that I, I might have multiple personalities. <laughs> I, I have a... Just chilling, talking with Scotty Guy. And then I have a hey, everybody, I'm JD at Alan snacks, blah, 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 And then I've got, you know, Jonathan, who's on set, who's very like quiet, reserved, observant, and watching and listening. And then I've got like Daddy JD. Right. You know, and then Husband JD. which feels weird.
0: That's that, just
1: life. That's yeah. how, how it works. Yeah, that's, what, yeah, I guess that's you're right. how it stacks. Mm-hmm.
2: And on that note, uh, you can follow Ooh. you at at the Depew and I've got the Facebooks uh, my show is at HowItStacks on Twitter and we've got the Facebooks as well and we got a Google Plus community
1: cool so you can go check that. the links will that, of all that will be at the bottom of this episode yep. and check our
2: show out we got some cool stuff coming out we just did Mario Brothers we did uh, uh, Ernest yeah. which is fun we're doing Super Mario Brothers 2 Mario Brothers 3 coming up we've got um, and then we've got uh, you know I want to get together with you and I'd love to do G.I. Joe yeah I'd
1: love to, to do G.I. Joe and I also want to do UHF as a surprise to movies no that'd be great man. thank you guys alright well on that note we're going to play some Voltron and we'll see you next week
2: deuces
0: from days of long ago from uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend the legend of Voltron defender of the universe a mighty robot loved by good feared by evil as Voltron's legend grew peace settled across the galaxy on planet earth a galaxy alliance was formed Together with the good planets of the solar system, they maintained peace throughout the universe. Until a new horrible menace threatened the galaxy. Voltron was needed once more. This is the story of the super force of Space Explorers. Specially trained And sent by the Alliance to bring back Ultron, Defender of the Universe. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.